It's Tuesday, July 11, 2017. The G20 summit has ended in Germany with US President Donald Trump isolated on the issue of climate change. The world moves forward on climate change as Trump retreats. Why don't we have a, a red team approach and, and, and let the scientists and listen to what they have to say about it. But that's exactly how science works. Trump administration announces red team effort to question climate science. Court reject bid to roll back methane emission rules. Volvo to make every car model electric, plus... Look, it's up to you and it's up to me and tens of millions of other people. California's green governor trumps Trump with Global Climate Summit. All of that Trump trumping and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Trump's presidency is basically like global warming. Every week is the worst week on record. And the Republicans are also trying hard to deny Ouch! Yes, they are. No denial here. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, it seems the world is moving on without Donald Trump, as was apparent once again at the G20 summit over the weekend. <laughs> yes, the G20 turned into the G19 plus one. President Donald Trump further isolated the U.S. from its foreign allies at a meeting of the world's 20 largest economies in Hamburg, Germany over the weekend. The leader's final joint statement deepened the stark divide over climate change, formally noting Trump's decision to withdraw the United States from the landmark United Nations Paris Climate Agreement. But the other leaders called the agreement, quote, irreversible and issue detailed policy blueprints on how their countries plan to meet their commitments to reduce emissions. This is so embarrassing. It was not only a bunch of longtime U.S. allies like Britain, France, Germany, and so forth who were splitting with the U.S. here, but uh, also Russia, China, Saudi Arabia. All of those guys were all together. The U.S. was all by itself. In a press conference, British Prime Minister Theresa May tried to leave the door open for President Trump. When I brought it up with him, what I did was encouraged him uh, to bring the United States back into the Paris Agreement. And I continue to hope that that is exactly what the United States will do. Good luck with that. But fears that Trump's recalcitrance might erode the Paris Agreement and give cover to oil exporting countries increased on Sunday when President Erdogan of Turkey announced that his country will not be ratifying the Paris Agreement, although some observers said that could be his attempt at leverage to receive more international energy transition funding. Here in the U.S., scientists have universally condemned Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Scott Pruitt's announcement that he will launch what he calls a red team analysis to formally challenge mainstream climate science. The scientist said such critiques are already embedded in climate science and they warn Pruitt is trying to bypass the peer review process and elevate climate science deniers in order to delay action on climate change. Well, good. Let them challenge it. Let them have their red team, blue team exercise, make it public. And then we will see how the red team appears to be failing. Pruitt also announced that red team shortly after meeting with coal baron Robert Murray, a Trump campaign contributor who is also suing comedian John Oliver of HBO for <laughs> defamation, claiming a segment that mocked him has been detrimental to his coal business. My 
God, this world is insane. Meanwhile, extreme weather impacts escalate across the world. In Siberia, forest fires driven by extreme heat and high winds are said to be the worst in 10,000 years. Across the American West, another record heat wave with high winds sparked numerous fast-moving wildfires, including one near Santa Barbara, California, that trapped nearly 80 youth campers before they were safely evacuated. And parts of the Great Barrier Reef in Australia have now been officially declared dead due to high ocean temperatures, and scientists say they are unlikely to regenerate. But some good news. The D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals rejected a Trump EPA attempt to delay a rule for cutting methane emissions from new oil and gas wells, meaning that oil and gas companies will have to comply and reduce methane emissions on all new wells. But it's only a temporary victory for clean air. Administrator Pruitt is still trying to rewrite and weaken those rules. Swedish car maker Volvo Car Group is taking the plunge, announcing that starting in 2019, every model sold by Volvo will, at a minimum, be at least partly powered by an electric motor and battery system, whether hybrid or pure electric. And finally, a defiant California Governor Jerry Brown is charging ahead, announcing that his state will host a global climate summit on climate and environmental action in San Francisco in September 2018. Yes, I know President Trump is trying to get out of the Paris Agreement, but he doesn't speak for the rest of America. We in California and states all across America believe it's time to act. It's time to join together. And that's why at this Climate Action Summit, we're going to get it done. Go Jerry Brown. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. <laughs>